it's me long time no here welcome this is thoughts in progress the podcast that hosts ideas big or small from stories of women telltales of adulthood the gen z and any and all faiths and philosophies here we turn conversations into content and into a consciousness raising as we inspire advocacies inspired from mine, yours, and their chains of thought. Yep, all fused together. From the most and least discussed, the overlooked and underrated, the taboo, and thoughts never even thought of. It's a new year, and this is our thoughts in progress. Happy New Year! Or should I say, Happy New Year's. Wow definitely slept on the two new year celebrations we've had from the 1st of january to the lunar Um, let me know if there are any more observations of the new year that i should know about but hello folks i'm coming at you with a new episode the first one in this decade i want to talk about all that has been the past year 2019 yep we're a full month in, or has it been a year? I don't know, everyone felt it that January just took the spotlight and drained a lot of it. It's 2020 and I just want to give all of you a big hug. Thank you for being a part of my 2019 and for letting thoughts and progress into your humble abodes. I hope we're all enthusiastic and hopeful this new year. A lot of things are coming, get excited. So for now, this is my 2019 recap, The Harvest. Last year, I was sitting on my nook, reading Three Cups of Tea, a book written by Greg Mortensen and David Rellin. And now a full 365 days later, I'm still reading it. The progress in the pages I've dented into that book do belong to this entire season that had been my 2019. It's honestly crazy how we can now call it the past year, a fragment of and from last year, because everything that lived through 2019 was once just a manifest of a dream. And now, in all its glory, It is finally, surprisingly, rightly, reality. I went into last year knowing the one thing that 2018 taught me, and it was to trust the process. I kid you not, I remember sitting in church, being prompted by our coach and what we learned in that year, and my heart just spelled out trusting the plan, the process, the flow, and that has got to be one of my proudest moments in my life. But you know, we'd all be lying if we said that 2019 just flew by and all we know is one day we woke up, we're already three months in and three months exiting. Because I know, and you know, I saw it in myself and I saw in other people how much and how far we all walk through just to get by, to live and to live meaningfully. So as much as I'm a person who's frankly scared of every yearly recap video I can find on YouTube, 
this is just prime time to step back a little and relish in the every second that lived through 2019. So sit back, get some water, grab a journal, and go down the memory lane with me. Let's start this new year together. In a lot of ways, 2019 was a harvest of long waits, late night prayers, muffled cries, loud cries, bathroom monologues, and all that creeped up and came through my head and my heart for all the years prior. From unforeseen pauses to granted requests, I was at the receiving end of hard work and God's plans. Take this very thing for example. Last year, I launched this podcast and fitting to its name, it truly was and still is a work in progress for quite some time too. It really taught me the beauty of timing, but at the same time, it's now revealing to me that perfection isn't the goal. I mentioned in the earlier episodes that supposedly, initially, this was to be launched in 2018, but as we all know, it didn't. And I'd say finally to that, but I've come to beautifully realize that that isn't the point at all. And you know, it wasn't smooth sailing at all for its first four months, delays and blocks, but that's the point of it. My year-long process with thoughts in progress opened the very conversation about what it embodies, pauses and imperfection, living in the now and the unfinished and raw, and the growing and learning and relearning, it is always in progress. On that note, you know, another thing that was pretty shaping, last year I shifted. 2019 was at the tail end of my freshman year. As some of you may know, I am a college student with readings and reminders sitting atop my desk. But a year ago, more than a year ago now actually, I was in a different major. Not gonna get too deep about this, but changing your mind, much more changing your course, quite literally and figuratively, has got to be one of the most terrifying things there is to a 19-year-old. And now, two to three semesters into this change, I'm still re-asked by myself and by others whether I did the right thing or not. And frankly, no one knows, do we? I turned 19 last year. I think it's a great time. Quite demanding though, because it's that awkward, or maybe it's determining, transitional age before 20. And I don't know about you, but that's too hard for me to grasp right now, or ever really. There's a lot of brand, positive or negative, attached to teenage years. Some say it's the best time, some can't wait, some don't know what it's supposed to be or what they're even supposed to be. But it's probably something too remarkable to not be stigmatized It's so. I'm six months before my first non-teen year, and my 2019 self was likely not prepared for this. Because being a teenager is all I've ever known. It's the oldest I've ever been, but it's also the youngest I'll ever be. And 2019 is the last of those years. With that, it was still the year of many firsts. I traveled abroad for the very first time. I went to Hong Kong Islands with a bunch of my best friends and we had a bunch of fun. 
We went to see mountaintop temples, had ear-piercing train rides, my first double-decker bus, and sidewalk conversations with strangers, which were along the lines of Maganda. I learned so much about my friends. Uh, we've literally known each other for 10 years. But with those five days in hotel room, the miles we had to walk, and the meaningless signs we tried to read, I found out I had so much more to know. It was also a very interesting time to be there. With unrest heavily tainting the air, there was just anxiety that clouded every morning run to the subway and all the evening loiters at highways. It was really a time it took a lot to internalize and figure out why. I learned of perspective, that with Hong Kong not being my country, it was much easier to be tolerant and likewise ignorant. I didn't feel accountable to not have an opinion. I felt empathy for sure. I knew that something had to be done with a threat to freedoms. But at that point, I didn't bother ask or care how to get there. I remember all I said as I uneasily saw the news, the rallies, and the chaos. This isn't our fight. And as indifferent as it sounds, I'd beg to differ. Because in my shoes, we just had priorities of our own. But they're pies we share, and that's what's heartbreaking, perhaps. And the more hopeful 2019 firsts, uh, I donated my first and definitely won't be the last pint of blood. It was an absolutely freeing experience, quite challenging that I had to commute longer than usual after getting blood drawn, but nonetheless had been worth more than I expected it to be. I'm actually so glad to have been healthy and holistically okay enough to qualify as a blood bank donor. I guess working and going headfirst into my health journey the same year truly paid off. Last year, I had been fairly specific with my relationship with my body. Physically, I invested in workouts and food that helped me. I run a lot, actually, until I got an allergic reaction, long story. And that's honestly hard to imagine just how I managed to do so twice a week at 6 in the morning. Myself right now is screaming. I also meditated every morning and down to weight training. I really did give my sweat and tears to this 2019 fitness journey. Or so in quotes. And I knew full well, of course, that a lot of what my body emanates is of a holistic process. So mentally, I also made a relationship with my emotions, my ethos, and my ego. I set myself up quite nicely actually for success and for growth, for just genuine living. I bullet journaled and an entire year into it, I got halfway through that thin notebook. I lived last year in weeks, compartmentalizing yet collecting my life into fitness, happiness, school slash business, and even monthly purposes. I set goals for myself and my bullet journal saw it all, from health shots every day to launching my podcast almost every month. So yeah, last year I journaled with a number of online creators inspiring me to do so. It was great. I did slack in the latter months, but let me know if you're excited to hear an episode on it. I'd love to share it with you guys and girls. Now, given that it's my first full year out of high school, 
I found that I immersed myself into the culture and the community of my school as much as I can. And I think it might be good to note too that the university I attend is big and dynamic. It is a school within a community and so you do experience different lives in the different corners of the campus. And also, I mean, it is college, so non-school activities blend in easily, sometimes too conveniently with being a student. So that was a huge factor that played in my own freshman experience. I had my first org, worked for it, worked to get into another org. I learned about business quite drastically, actually, almost a crash course that I crashed into headfirst working as a marketing rep. Attended way too many events and sold way too many crinkles and cookies. Had one too many bumps than I'll ever admit, but made never too many relationships. More than his footing, last year was really to go out of my comfort zone. From experimenting with clothes and hair, I dived right into conversations with people and places I never would have otherwise. I met so many faiths along the way, saw so many faces, grew my own, became tolerant of differences, but also of disservices. I wrote midway through the year just how I have gotten way too thick a skin to bear non-negotiables. I was deeply challenged, and so it was also a year of asserting my principles, changing them as necessary, and knowing what kind of person do I want to be. There was a lot of exploring, because everyone else also believed that we're not just one person, that's just not how we're meant to be. So I had my first work experience. I started hosting as a side hustle. Also looked into social media with a more entrepreneurial mindset. I had never been one to in touch online, but from stories to screenshots, I was able to grow closer with my friends and the community beyond that, but also personally grow more inspired and more creative with whatever craft is in front of me. So that was refreshing and almost transcendent. Now, something not new to me is that I'm still that self-made resident independent woman and 2019 was just the year of dates. You best believe it is. From museums to libraries and lunches, I took myself and a few times here and there some of my favorite people on train hops from city to city, celebratory wingstop, chit chats, and game days. Some were a gift from the universe when the time was just right and the temperature outside was just a tad bit perfect, while others were a bit more planned. Like that time, I took myself to Manila and answered questions from strangers at museums. Are you all by yourself? Really? That's so sad. And the stares go on. But just like what I said to that kind man at the bag checkout, nope, I'm actually perfectly alone and perfectly happy. 2019 was very generous with the little happinesses. I remember jotting down eight things I wanted to do and needed to do to spark happiness in my life. It was a weekly checklist of the most mundane things, I guess. I wanted to be intentional with what can make me happy. I wanted to be liberal with myself and gave happiness options to enter into my life. I guess I could say I Pavlov trained myself that whenever I rode my bike or picked up the broom to sweep last week's mess on my bedroom floor, 
I'd feel joy bubbling up my throat and send itself as fireworks on my insides or just a simple small smile on my face. This was the year I didn't rely on any constants always by my side. Beginning of freshman year, which was August of 2018, I had my blockmates and best friends from high school. It was always a consideration of everyone in the group. My schedule revolved around theirs, and that setup was almost necessary at the time because, you know, first year, first semester, it was great having a pool of people who got your back at lunch breaks and class pairings. But 2019, a new semester was such a refreshing mindset in and of itself. That independence and being confident with my own shadow meant the entire world for me. I walked a lot of routes based on what my feet wanted and smattered people because I genuinely felt like it. It was really a long time coming, being happy solo and with just one person always with me, and that was myself. Of course, 2019 wouldn't be the harvest that it is if it weren't for the nights and the mornings and the afternoons that I cried. I can't even track what it was that made me sob at one point because all these things were just overlaps and overdues and I needed it. That's a thing I never really told myself was that all the times I felt sad and incomplete are all part of the process. It's just scary because that year, especially going into college, it was a new season in my life, not just because it's a milestone and a diploma leads me to another, but because I prayed for it. Most of my 2018, especially the first weeks of it, are all me crying again for my dreams to come true. And they all did. They all did. But it still felt yet to be complete. And that terrified me. You know, I wouldn't blame God or the universe or myself even for choosing 2019 to be that harvest. Because there were a lot of whys it answered. He knows I'm impatient, that I like goals and goals that are met. I like seeing output and feeling emotions just downpour after a long day of work. The universe knows I function really well in the mornings, hence why it gave me a bullet journal that helped me track all the sunrises I got to see that year. It gave me freedom and silence because I was too busy in my own head, thinking and plotting. Last year was a lot of happy coincidences and perfect timings, because the years prior told it that I liked the little things. But it still taught me to wait, for my film photos to get developed, for my shifting documents to get processed, through my brother and dad who gave me driving lessons, and all of the times all I looked forward to was the next year and the next deadline and the next me. It was a harvest of all that I planted, but it was also the harvest of what I have yet to grow. 2019, thank you. And from the bottom of this sewn heart, I love you till the next. Episode 7 concluded. It was a great year. I hope you appreciate it as much as it should be. I guess all that had been truly was just a time worth lived. Now, I hope this new decade's been treating you right, greeting you a good morning, a good night, 
Good afternoon. Let's make today a good one. This year, a better one. Thank you.